Welcome to Chucky Radio. I'm your host, Chucky Love. Theme music by Joseph McDade, josephmcdade.com. What is Chucky Radio? That's a great question. So, I can't tell a short story. Whenever I get into my storytelling mode, I just have to give the full story. And so, when I would start telling stories, at first my friends loved them, and they still do, but it's not always appropriate to tell long stories. And so, there are times when I would get into one of my stories and my friends were like, oh my, here we go again, Chucky Radio. That's where the term was coined. And hence, that is the genesis of the idea to create Chucky Radio, the podcast. So the question for this episode is, do you love your day job? Well, let me tell you a little bit about my day job. First, you know about my side jobs. I've got this podcast for one. And as I mentioned in an earlier episode, I'm also producing a documentary film. I also have a third side job that I don't tell many people about. I love doing it. It's more of a for fun, meeting people, relaxation, drive around town kind of job. I drive Uber. In fact, some of the people I've been giving Uber rides to lately, I've been telling them about my podcast. So if you're listening to this because I told you about it on an Uber ride, thank you for listening. So my day job is the job that pays the bills. It's the one that affords me to be able to travel and to do all these side jobs. My day job started about 12 years ago when I finally decided to get out of the independent film business. And a friend of mine, a fraternity brother from college, convinced me to get involved in working with manufacturers that make commercial products. Initially, I was working with a manufacturer that made a security digital lock system. And eventually, I went to work for a major manufacturer of commercial doors and hardware. It's actually owned by a $3 billion company. And I work in a division that manufactures commercial doors and commercial hardware for new construction. I've been in the current position of managing the central U.S. territory for this company for the last couple of years. And I've gotten to work with some great people, including my friend, who's also my boss. And as the territory manager for the central U.S., I oversee the independent manufacturers reps that represent our product lines. And most recently, we've brought on the most interesting rep I've ever worked with, Tony, out of Louisiana. This guy is a hoot. And we just spent our first week traveling together, visiting different customers. And I just have to get Tony on the line so you can hear for yourself. Are you there, Tony? Yes, I am here. <laughs> have you noticed, like, when you hear me talking other times, I've got, like, just kind of a, a no accent. But when you and I start talking, I just, you bring the Texas accent out of me. <laughs> have you noticed that? No, not yet. <laughs> so anyway, this is Tony. And I, and, I, and I used this term the other day, and you said that you used to have this on one of your cards. Was it the Cajun from the Bayou? <laughs> from the bayous of louisiana that's what it said tony manzani from the bayous of louisiana is that what it said uh, yeah that's what's on my cards that's funny and it's got a picture of across the street a swamp <laughs> with, the, 
with the Spanish moss and stuff in it. And if you look real hard, you can probably spot a couple of alligators. Oh my. So, you know, I was just talking about how, what I do for a living and working for this manufacturer and how much I enjoy what I do. And, and so you and I got to talking and you liked what our manufacturing company can do. And so you decided to sign on board and it was great because we just traveled together for the first time last week. So, you know, I mean, what was it like traveling with Chucky? I don't know. Did you learn anything? That's my question. <laughs> oh, my. To Tony's trying to teach an old dog some new tricks. That's for sure. I would say uh, unorthodox. You are, say you are unorthodox. That is a true statement, my friend. You know, and it's funny, Tony, because I've said this to Jay when I travel with him. I've said this to my other reps. I said, we're not in the business of sales. I don't see us as being in the business of sales. We are in the business of building relationships and solving problems. And, Absolutely. And that's exactly what I saw when you and I first started talking in the relationships that you have with your customers. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you literally call up the owners of every distributor you work with you call them up on their cell phone day or night you're there for them they appreciate that and i mean you guys i can tell with your customers the ones that you're servicing you're not just a representative of the factory you're you're honestly a friend of these people i'm i'm representing me right and whatever i tell them is gospel if it's not that's whenever i come down on you <laughs> Or whoever whoever's involved in it. Yeah. And if there's a problem, we solve it. Exactly. If you, it's if it's at all possible, we solve it. We make it happen. If if we can't, I know I've been in this industry long enough to where I can find whatever they're probably needing if it's whatever we do. If it's anything if it's and sometimes it's not even what we do. It's it can be some real like a spaceship. I'll help them find them where they can get it from. That's awesome. And here's the thing that I love about this industry and about what we do. I truly enjoy what I do because I enjoy building relationships with people. I enjoy solving people's problems. And I kind of get the sense that's that's what you like about this business as well. Yeah, I do. I mean, I mean how many people can say that taking a customer out to a nice dinner or going out for drinks like we did the other night in New Orleans, that that's their job. That's what we do for a living. We're with the owner of a major distributor in New Orleans, and we're out having drinks on the balcony on this beautiful rooftop-type bar, and it's like, this is what we do for a living. And there, and you know, when you're there to for them to relax, if you order water, they don't care. Right. <laughs> and they're good with that. Well, and the thing that you always find, and like with this particular distributor, you know, I'm talking about Randy. When we went out with him, it turns out that he has other businesses, and he has a, a love and a passion for music. And so I've had in my past some, you know, interactions with musicians. I've got some really good friends that are musicians since I've been involved in the film business. Music is a big part of that. And so him and I immediately started to bond over the whole music world, and we were talking about different music festivals and things like that. And I just thought, wow, this is so neat. This is a guy who I'm going to get to build a relationship with. And obviously, you know, with you and all of us working together, 
we're gonna we're gonna take care of him from a business standpoint. But he's the kind of guy he knows that hey, we're we're, we're cool guys to hang out with, right? You know, they want to do business with us because they enjoy doing business with us. I just know they can reach out to us twenty four and seven. Yeah, and and they do me. They it can be eight o'clock Sunday night where something's pumping on their brain that's going to hit on Monday. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing I see. And I, and I think that's important. I think that's important what you're talking about, that you have to be available for your customers. They know they can get hold of you and you can help them solve their problems. But on the other side, people like to do business with people they like. And Tony, you're a likable guy. <laughs> I've, I've, okay, got, I've gotten to know you over the last, uh, how long I've known you? Uh, a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I've known you for a couple of weeks, and already I have a blast every time we hang out, every time, even we have conversations on the phone. For for just a picture, give give everyone a picture of what Tony's life is like. The man lives out out in the middle of nowhere in Louisiana, and he's got a nice spread of land out there, and apparently he's got a bunch of critters running around. <laughs> this man loves his critters. Because it is always about making sure the critters are taken care of. And if he leaves for a few days, he's got to make sure his critters. Hell, what happened the other day? We were gone last week traveling, and all of a sudden someone let the horses out. And you were like, oh, my God. Your horses are running loose. You couldn't believe your horses got loose. I could not believe those idiots. (laughs) All they had to do was water them. They all had to do is water them, and they actually let the horses out. And poor Tony, he's over here just stressed out like, God dang it, got to get them horses back. And so, and I'll tell you and what. Then they opened the quail cage, and they didn't, you know, I mean, they're quail. <laughs> quail can fly. <laughs> and when they fly, they're they're at the mercy of the, the, the wilderness. Yeah. I get yeah, it. Poor little quails. I, I don't know what happened. I guess something, a possum or a raccoon or something got them. Oh, shit. So they're, they're, the <laughs> quail are missing now? They're gone? Yeah, and I got a couple of MIAs. <laughs> <laughs> so the other thing I have to say is I tell stories. You can, you, you, you've, you've heard some of my storytelling, and hence the reason for this podcast is Chucky Radio, so I can just tell stories and people can listen to them on their own time. But... Man, I, I met my match. Tony, you are a unbelievable storyteller. And I'll tell you what, you had me in tears the other night. I don't know if you noticed, but you were telling me the story about when your dog got lost. Oh, he's talking about Hachi. Hachi. And put the reward out for him on a 50-mile radius and traveled and looking for him every day, looking for every, any little dead animal. On you the were road. so dedicated but, to finding that dog. Well, I woke up every morning with uh, the one primary thought, do something positive, looking for Pachi, yeah. one way or another, dead or alive, wow. see if I could find him where I could either bury him or get him home. And he had gone missing because your wife was driving in the Jeep and didn't notice she, that yeah, he had popped takes, out. Yeah, she takes him on a little happy. Every afternoon, about a five-mile little ride, and they're hanging out with their tongue, hanging out, just like little kids. And uh, that boy, that man pulled up and said, I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I know where that dog's at. And it's a little pyramid place down here that dates back 3,000 years at a dead man's curve. I said, man, I know exactly where you're talking about. I've drove through there probably 20 times in the past 12 days. Hmm. 
He said, well, follow me. And I said, no, you follow me because you ain't going to be able to keep up with me. He said, there's three carpenters working there. And I pulled up, you know, like the three wise men. It was like biblical. It was crazy. <laughs> that is nuts. Yeah, you know, it just blew my mind. And he said, three carpenters there. And I said, okay. I pulled up and they was working on a little country house there. And I stepped out with the pitcher. And I said, boys, uh, have y'all seen this little puppy anywhere around here? They said, yes, sir. We see him every day. And when's the last time you saw him? They said, about an hour ago. I said, but we can't catch him. He walks up and down that road for about an hour or so, I guess, until his leg hurts too bad. And he drags back towards those woods and he disappears. Yeah. I looked at the sky and I said, buddy, I could use some help here. I clapped my hands real loud and I hollered, Hachi. I clapped my hands for the second time, Hachi. And it's a little shed back there. And, and his little head popped out. And he, he saw me, and it was just, uh, you know, tears to your eyes. Yeah. He just started screaming. If, if he could talk, he was screaming. He was screaming, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Thank <laughs> God. Thank God, Daddy. And oh, he come man. running towards me, and those carpenters had tears in their eyes. One of them said, oh, my God, this is like watching a Walt Disney movie. Oh, man. It was. It was pretty awesome. Yeah. And just just the description when you were telling me that story and how Hachi was in your arms and he's just yapping, yapping, yapping like he's talking to you, like he's just sitting there saying, Daddy, Daddy, you won't believe what happened. I've been I've been out here in the woods for days. He he was telling me about his about his adventures for the past twelve days. (laughs) Oh man. He's a Maltese, you know, and they're solid white and he looked rough. Oh, and he couldn't move his right back leg. <clears throat> he was just dragging it, and it was messed up. Man. I thanked them. I put him in the truck. I turned the speaker on. I called Abe, and I said, you're not going to believe this. She said, you found him. And I said, holler his name. And he's sitting there just looking at me, and he wouldn't shut up. She hollered his name. He tried to go through that speaker in that, in that truck. <laughs> Oh, oh man. man, I got him home, put him in the swimming pool. Couldn't find what was wrong with him, but it was obvious it was something wrong with his hip. Carried him to the vet. It had pulled his socket loose, <laughs> literally ripped out. And um, he fixed him. He's running around like, like who'd have thought it now. Man, that's amazing. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's just a great story. I mean, and, and, and it's true. The, the tearjerker story. But you got, you got so many stories, Tony. I mean, Hell, we need to start a podcast for you. Tell that, all your that, that, that was the, that was one of the coolest things. Yeah. Well, here, here's the cool thing, Tony. You've got all these great stories. You've got a real interesting life living out in your land where you're at, and you share all this with all your customers. And oh yeah. All your customers, <laughs> they know you. They know about you. You're an open book, and that's one of the things I think oh, so oh, cool yeah. about you. Is that you know you're not you know trying to hide who you are or anything like that. You, this <clears throat> no. is who I am. You like it or you don't like it. I am yep. a good old my Louisiana New boy. Orleans. Yeah, my buddies from New Orleans mm-hmm. came and spent um, three or four days here. Brought their kids. These are your customers, but they're That's also right. friends. That's, That's what's right. so cool. Yeah. So, you've been in this industry thirty-four years. That's insane, ain't it? Right. And it seems and it seems like yesterday. Wow. Definitely a young hearted individual. Yeah, I, I would never know that you've been in this industry for thirty plus years. Just to me it's fun. Yeah. 
Well, and I'll tell you what. I mean, I I have a tendency to want to be a little more social. I'm not married, you know, no kids. And I got to tell you, you kept up with me because I, I was wanting to go out quite a bit, right? Yeah. <clears throat> I said, boy, we need to get horizontal, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Let, I mean, let the body rest. Nah, man, let's go. Let's, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, these on, places on. are too fun. I mean, you got to admit, you're in New Orleans. You got to go out. I mean, it's just like, I'm not going to go to bed at 9 o'clock at night if I'm right a block uh, off of Marine, Bourbon Street. In, in, the, in the Marine Corps, I literally traveled the world. I bet. <laughs> A lot of the play left me at that time. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know what? You you kept up for sure. We we had some good times, even even back. And you know what's so funny is, you came up to Dallas, and then I drug you out to that event that uh, was going on, and you got a chance to see. It was a little bit. Was, I, I actually I think it was the first time I've had an intersection between the door and hardware business. And my former business, which, you know, I still kind of do on the side, doing the independent film. And so mm-hmm. so you got a chance to see a little bit of, you know, some of the people that I, I hang out with on the film side. And that was kind of fun because they didn't know what to make yeah. of you. You were just like. And, a- I lear- and I learned something on that little excursion. Uh, <laughs> I, hell, I, didn't, I never, what the hell is he, Uber? What? I said, what do you mean? I said, no, nah, man, don't worry about it. If you want to leave early, we'll get you an Uber. I said, what? That's right. That, that was your yeah. first time to ride an Uber, huh? Yeah. I oh, never even heard fu- of it. That's funny. Which I, is- what were they, a minute away? I said, you're kidding. The guy pulled up while you were explaining it to me. I said, he said, here's your, here's your ride. I said, shut up. Uh, too funny. What else did I experience this past week that blew my mind? So I think one of the best things I introduced you this past week is I introduced you to British Siri. What would you think about Siri? Yeah, she's she is too cool. I have her pit I have her pictured as the English librarian <laughs> with the sweetest voice, with the glasses and the hair in a bun, but and I can just picture her and I'll push that button and say, Siri, I love you. And she she responds back, "You are the wind under my wings," <laughs> and it just blows my mind. And you can ask Siri anything. You ask her to yeah. give you directions, take you somewhere. She'll give you step by step guidance. You need her to pull up. Hell, you can ask Siri to pull up this podcast, and you can say, yeah. "Hey Siri, I want to listen to Chucky Radio," and bam, it'll pull it's, it up for you. Isn't that great? Yeah, she is too too cool. <laughs> Well, I got a feeling, Tony, we got a lot more adventures ahead of us. That's it's, right. It's going to be fun. I, uh, I, I'm glad we met, and I'm glad you came on board. And I think uh, we're going we're gonna to do some good business, but we're going to have some fun doing it, right? Yes, as long as you're teachable. As long as I'm teachable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tony, <laughs> thank you for uh, helping me out here with my podcast and talking a little bit about this uh, crazy day job that I actually love. All right, buddy. All right, brother. Take care. We will talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. All right, so that was Tony, my new rep. He's a great guy and really enjoying working with him. So to answer the question, do I love my day job? Yes, I love my day job. I hope you guys do too. Until next time, peace my brothers and sisters.
This is Chucky Love.